Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and a self-proclaimed resiliency expert. My purpose in life is to encourage people to live positively through the many and varied challenges that life can bring our way. Uh, find out more about me, the uh, interview today, at uh, journeytosuccessradio.com or Tom, the number two, and tall, T-A-L-L.com, TomTooTall.com. Now, our guest today is a great friend of mine. She, I met her in Ireland. She took the Napoleon Hill certification training at the same time as I did. Janet Jones is the happiness millionaire. Wow, when I saw that title and that website domain, I wanted it so much. So happiness millionaire from England. This is an intercontinental interview, me being in Canada. She is wealthy in life's true riches that money can't buy because they're priceless. Reaching this level of happiness for Janet has not been easy. Uh, Her life has been touched with suicide, depression, adultery, and divorce, and probably numerous other challenges as well. She's an inspirational photographer. I love her images speaker and author of the book, Happiness Millionaire, Positive Images for a Rich and Powerful Life. She launched her business, Happiness Millionaire, with her daughter, Iona, in February 2012, alongside John Astaroff in London and Dublin. I got to share the stage with him in California at the Think and Grow Rich Summit. She's a Napoleon Hill mindset expert, and that's where we are just like two peas in a pod. And this knowledge is at the root of all of her images. And these are great images. They've been used to change the lives in the UK and Canada. I'm here. And now they're set to change the lives of the world over in her new book. And so welcome to the show, Janet. Thank you very much, Tom. And uh, thank you for having me on. It's a great pleasure. Well, exciting times with your new book coming out. When is it coming out? Uh, The due date is the 20th of March this year, which is International Happiness Day. I thought that was quite appropriate. And um, so, yeah, very exciting. It is now less than eight weeks. And when I say that, my stomach does a flip. (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, we're we're all ready to launch this, and it's going to be very very exciting. We're already getting lots of positive attention for it in the UK. So I was on BBC Radio, in fact, um, beginning of this week. So that was incredibly exciting. So uh, let's remind people, happinessmillionaire.com. And uh, great website, by the way. I like the, I like the website, and I'm a website person. So uh, when I say it's a well, great hey, website. Well, hey, Tom, here's I, something that um, you may not be aware of this, actually. But the name Happiness Millionaire came into my universe when you and I were on a Skype call back in 2011. And um, I think my divorce had just come through and my finances were just horrendous. Um, You know, I was wondering how I was going to stretch it to pay for all my bills. And, uh, And I can remember saying to you on the call, you know, I'm never going to be a millionaire at this rate. Very quickly followed by, but at least I'm a happiness millionaire. And it was like a thunderbolt went off in me because I just thought that is the best kind of millionaire to be. Because when you get that wealth, then monetary wealth is you can create that. But you have to have this deep root of wealth first. Otherwise, financial wealth can ruin you. So my passion is to help people to get this true riches, the true wealth first. Um, and so it was a it was a wonderful moment. But I wasn't sure whether you were aware of that or not. I sure was not. And uh, yeah. I love it. I love that I was a part mm-hmm. of that thunderbolt. And uh, what a mm-hmm. great topic. Uh, I've been promoting on Facebook recently how I wear a lot of orange now because I read that orange mm. is the color most closely related to happiness. And so right. it, it focuses me on being happy because we can be happy. I've been told by a lot of people who go to third world countries on medical mission trips and that they say that those people are happier than a lot of people in mm. in North America or first world countries, England, UK. Uh, and they have way less than we would even ever put up with. And so happiness yeah. is an internal thing. It comes from our 60,000 daily thoughts. And what are you focusing mm, those yeah. thoughts on? And so uh, let's talk about that because, hey, that's my, whenever I speak or anything, I'm always talking about our 60,000 daily thoughts. Mm. You know, I think people count out how many seconds or minutes we have in a day. Well, 60,000 thoughts. And so... The main challenge I find in life is how to keep those thoughts happy or positive when life sucks. And, hey, I've been in hospital 40 times. I've had four hips replaced, Mm -hmm. four knees, two shoulders. I'm in pain all the time. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times Mm -hmm. it could be normal not to focus on happiness or positivity. So Mm -hmm. let people know uh, how to keep a happy head when times or your circumstances they're in are probably challenging yeah it that's um that's a really interesting thought actually and i think also we've got to remember those sixty thousand thoughts that we have per day and that number varies i've heard it said that it's like ninety thousand, but a good chunk of those thoughts are actually repetitive thoughts they're not sixty thousand individual thoughts on lots right. of different topics our mind just kind of, it's like a broken record and it gets stuck 
on a pattern of thinking. So what we need to do is break the pattern of thinking. And like you just said, you know, you're in pain every day. Most people, and probably me included, if I were suffering your level of pain, and you know, like most people, it's very hard to get your head around pain. But I guess if you're faced with it every day, you have no choice but to get your head around it, or you lose your life, you lose the very gift that you've been given. So you don't want that to happen. But let's just say, let's say this is an emotional pain. So if somebody has, um, you know, lost a loved one, mm. or it is a divorce or a heartbreak mm. of any description, really, what the mind does with those 60,000 thoughts is it takes it on this broken record routine. But what we do know, Tom, don't we know that whatever we think about comes about? So if we're always focusing on pain, whether that's physical or emotional, what we are then creating is more of that. So, and, that, and that's, you know, proven strategy. That's not hairy-fairy or, you know, some new age thinking. That's an absolute fact. So if we want to be in less pain, if we want to be emotionally healed, we've got to break the pattern. And um, uh, Tony Robbins is fantastic on the pattern interrupt. And what I use, because I went through a lot of emotional stuff, as you heard from the intro there, and for me to break through and make the changes, there were two key things. And one was a pattern interrupt when I recognized that my thoughts were going on this um, broken record route was that a wristband, I wore a rubber band on my wrist and I would ping it um, to, stop, to stop that broken record pattern. But then when you break it, you have to give the same thoughts energy of love, compassion and kindness. So if you are in pain, then you've got to start to look at, you know, what is good and that, you know, everything is here to teach us something. So we have to look at our situation and step back and think, what is this teaching me and how can I become better? Because ultimately, we want to become a better version of ourselves. That's how you achieve fulfillment and happiness. So everything that comes into our life is an opportunity to become better than we previously were and that's what i use the wristband um to help me do after well my last heartbreak really and hopefully that really is the last heartbreak because now i know all these techniques that should now not happen again um but also creating the images because visual is a very powerful part of our brain and the visual part of the brain is linked to the 60,000 repetitive thoughts. Um, and when I talk about the visual part of the brain, it's not so much what you see through your eyes as opposed to the visual storage of experiences and things that you've seen throughout your life that gets stored in the visual cortex part of the brain, um, which we all have that. You know, people say to me, oh, but I don't see pictures in my mind. Mm -hmm. And that's why mm -hmm. I say to somebody, well, tell me what you had for dinner last night. And then I say, so then they start to recall what they had for dinner. Now, let's say they had spaghetti bolognese, for instance. 
Now I'm saying this to you and all your listeners, and I bet any moment you can all see a plate of spaghetti bolognese. Am I right? Right. Yeah, it, because the mind works in a picture. It doesn't, you didn't see the word spaghetti bolognese in your mind. It becomes a plate because it's a, a shared experience. Um, and that's the power that the visual part of the brain has. So everybody has this and it works for everyone. And um, so I'll tell you something interesting, actually. I was running one of my events, um, must be a couple of years ago now, and to demonstrate the power of visuals and how the visual part of our brain connects with our emotions and our empathy, I share about four different images, two of which are really happy images or can be perceived as happy images, and then two that are kind of heartbreaking images, really. Um, but one of the happy images is of this couple on a beach in the sunset, clearly in love, and it's really beautiful image. And so at the end of me showing these images, I asked the audience, how did that make you feel? And most people say, oh, that's lovely. And it fills you with optimism and hope and love, and it's great. And one woman put her hand up and she, she looked at me, she had tears in her eyes, and she said, that makes me feel really sad. And I wasn't ready for this, you know. Mm. And, uh, and she said, um, because I've just realized that if I stay with my husband, I'm never going to have that. And I was like, wow. Whoa. You know, she left her husband within six weeks and set up her own life. She now runs her own business and she's extremely happy. And that's the power that visuals have. They're life-changing. Wow. That's a pretty yeah. powerful story, but so um, so true. And um, as you know, I've been a fan of your images since before even the world mm. probably knew about your images. I uh, had uh, one as yeah. a screensaver. I have your little cards. And, and uh, mm. truly, images can... Uh, they can evoke emotions from you that reading cannot necessarily pull out of you. And so I love your mm. images. And, and you know, if you need to focus on something positive and you can focus on one of the proven success principles from Napoleon Hill in an image mm. that can help you see or imagine it, uh, I think it's going to at least internally make you feel better and focus your brain on something uh, more important, and I love the part about the repetitive thoughts. I I gotta keep adding that to my talk as well. Like, yeah, it's not you like go. you're <laughs> not like you're a genius. You're thinking sixty thousand or ninety thousand new thoughts yeah. a day. Like, woo, wow, I could yeah. I could reinvent the world with ninety thousand new thoughts. Yeah, exactly. A day. But you know, <laughs> but and you know, I'm a and I'm a pretty yeah. positive person too. I know how to, as yeah. you say, pattern interrupt, move over. I have pre-chosen thoughts where affirmations or People I think about to inspire me, I have pre-chosen ones because, hey, I can, hey, I'm married and you know my wife, but I love my wife, but sometimes there's times I'm thinking, and so I'm able to recognize, oh, this is going into a negative pattern. Why don't I like, oh my God, she like did groceries. She made an amazing dinner. Oh, thank Putting socks on is so much easier now. And so it's a matter of, yes, recognizing those repetitive negative thoughts and finding a way to, like, replace, replace, delete, 
refocus Absolutely. quickly, yeah. quickly, right? Yeah, very quickly. <laughs> and how do I feel when because, I'm grumbling in my head about her versus how I feel like, oh, man, yeah, now life is so much easier, putting socks on, which is hard. I never have to do any groceries or walk around a grocery store, any kind of shopping. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. like, I'm upset about this little thing, and it's pounding in my I brain know. while I can focus on something better. And yeah, so, and the thing is also when you're in a good space, you know, she's really good fun and you guys have a lot of fun. But when that negativity gets in, it's so easy to forget those fun moments, isn't it? <laughs> it crowds them out entirely and all together. And so it's also important also like if you're not purposely choosing these thoughts, the world at random will just pound you with negativity. If you turn on a radio, if you listen mm -hmm. to your friends, if you turn on mm -hmm. a TV, if you go to some just random website, Yahoo, MSN, whatever they are, mm -hmm. you are going yeah. to just get pounded with negativity. So unless you yeah. uh, are vigilant in, let's say, your lazy or downtime moments of thought where you're purposely looking up something that could inspire you or at least make you laugh, then that's why 97% of the world or a lot of percent of the world are not courageous enough to believe that they can really live that dream they have in their head is because the world is pounding negativity at them, right? That's right. And what happens, this is, I write quite a lot about this in my book, is that they're thoughts are based on energy and i know you know this and um so those energetic thoughts become like a magnet so it's 97 percent of the population and it's, this is just a, a figure that's pulled out of the area there's no scientific fact to this but generally speaking it's a way high 90s of people's pattern of thinking and and um but because thoughts have energy then it's so easy to get sucked into that 97% of negative, complaining, you know, not optimistic thought process. And given that we have 60,000 thoughts per day, now not all those are negative, they are mostly repeated as we said, but you know, there'll be some fun thoughts in as well. But you try and catch the energy of the, of the fun thoughts, you know, um, that's the, that's the wing that you want to catch. That's the air that you want to get under your wings is when people are having that energetic, optimistic, achieving, happy, kindness, loving thought. Um, the challenge that I think we face now, though, is that the world lives in sound bites. So people are getting emotionally caught up on sound bites uh, because of the Internet, because the way news is reported. So I'd say everything that you hear or read, question. Now, Napoleon Hill was talking about this 100 years ago, saying, you know, don't take the information for face value. If somebody's ranting on about um, climate change, for instance, which is a very serious subject, but if somebody takes that and then blows it all out of proportion uh, and gets very worried and panicked about it, then you must find out why. You know, what is it, what is behind that and what can I do to change that rather than just getting sucked into the fearful panic 
um, mindset. And I think that's where we've got to be vigilant with ourselves is recognize when we're being pulled into something that's not helpful to us and it's not helpful to the people in our life. And ultimately, then it's not helpful to, you know, the population on the whole because we all touch one another's lives. You know, I'm over here in England, you're over there in Canada, but mm -hmm. our lives get touched, don't they? You know, so so we're, I think we've got to be very vigilant with ourselves and everybody, I believe, should be learning some way of maintaining their mindset. Um, now, I don't really like the positive, negative, black or white thought. Mm. Um, in my book, I refer to a helpful thought and a unhelpful thought, mm. because sometimes even, let's take the suffragettes, um, or they, this was in England anyway, and the suffragettes in the early 1900s, women very downtrodden and they wanted the vote. The No one was listening to them. So you could look at that and go, all those women just complaining away. Uh, they're being very negative. But actually, they weren't being negative. They were taking a perceived negative situation, but taking positive action. So therefore, their thoughts were helpful in order to change that situation. And that's why I prefer to look at helpful thinking rather than, uh, uh, sorry, helpful thinking and unhelpful thinking rather than just black and white, positive, negative, mm. because mm. I think everything serves us so long as we're conscious, consciously aware of it. Wow. So, huh. you know, just whinging about your wife or your husband is yeah. not particularly helpful. In fact, that's likely to be unhelpful because it's going to spoil your fun within the relationship and create an atmosphere. Um, wow. So, you know, that's kind of my take on that. Half an hour before I got on the phone with you, I was on the phone with uh, to, um, I'm going to become, um, because I'm such a fan of it already, I talk about it in every talk, uh, I'm going to become a certified complaint-free instructor. That comes from the yeah. book, A Complaint-Free World. And yeah, like you, he gave, he gave out bands, elastic bands to snap whenever. And so I think mm -hmm. of complaining as a broad definition. My definition is purposely choosing to speak about mm -hmm. something you prefer was different that you cannot change. And so these mm -hmm. people, as you said, they're taking positive action. If you're taking positive action towards it, not a complaint at all. Let's get things changed that no. need to be changed. But if you're just complaining for the sake of complaining for instance uh, you know a u.s election you see a lot of mm -hmm. non-helpful thoughts and non-positive action taking mm -hmm. people and and this just mm -hmm. doesn't help with your with your emotions and with your thinking and with your what's going to happen to yourself like you have to be able to see in your own you have to see it and believe it. Your mind has to arrive at your destin destination or your purpose before your body does. And so I don't. Yeah. I think the media fills people with "you are inadequate, man." There's no way you could do that. You, you you're just yeah. nothing. But really, we are what our thoughts make us. So if we believe that, mm -hmm. then that's where the 97% get caught up. Well, I would love to do this, but you know, I really. Mm -hmm. 
blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Whereas if you choose, like, people have overcome amazing odds. Of, I talked in every mm-hmm. talk again about Kyle Maynard, born without arms and legs, and I think he won, like, mm-hmm. 30 or 40 wrestling matches in high school. And Amazing. you're thinking, how the heck does a guy win those wrestling matches with no arms and legs? He's climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Man, I had to get mm. stair lifts in my house because I have a hard time doing stairs, and this bugger's climbed Mount <laughs> Kilimanjaro. So we can Amazing. always focus on people yeah. or thoughts or mm-hmm. quotes or anything that's mm. positive. And do you think I feel better yeah. thinking about Kyle Maynard than I think about complaining about politics or my it's wife so much more fun, isn't it? <laughs> it's so much yeah. more fun, I think right? The other thing, it's t- it sounds more fun, and and also, you know, the the other thing that because this is about self reflection, you know, in order to discover whether we are spending too much time complaining or with people gossiping or whatever, we do need to step back and listen to ourselves and watch ourselves, and then when we recognise that, work out how much of your life. Are you spending complaining or talking about somebody or whatever? And calculate all those minutes up and you'll you'll have an awakening and you'll think, I'm wasting my look what I could achieve. You know, <laughs> I've got two arms, two legs, I'm not in pain. I could achieve phenomenal amounts of things. I've got nothing at all holding me back. So long as I watch how I use my time. So long as I don't use it you know, getting drawn into the 97% and, uh, you know, going down the pub, getting drunk, waking up with a hangover, wasting a day, wasting another day because actually now I feel fed up because that's what I did. And you know what I mean? And people get into this pattern and they've wasted years of their lives, you know. They could be reading books and gathering information and taking different action and saving somebody's life or Saving their own marriage, even you know, right? right. There's just so much to this world. You see, right. I get a bit excited. <laughs> <laughs> and I think sometimes it could be from uh, maybe like tiredness, or you know, people they are they can get pretty lax with their thoughts and their body. You work hard, you come home, you want to just plop down on a couch and let your brain relax. Well. Okay, maybe half an hour, something that makes you laugh, not that makes you see somebody get killed. Um, yeah, what, yeah. what about jumping on Netflix and watch a documentary? Like, I watched the Happy uh, documentary uh, yeah, on Netflix or something. It's like, wow, I'm yeah. so glad I watched that. Whereas someone else will watch an hour of eight people getting killed and three people being raped. And what does that do to your thinking and your emotions and your view of the world versus watching a happy video? It took the same amount of time mm-hmm. and I'm smiling yeah. and I'm laughing. I, the other day yeah. I was, jeez, uh, I keep using my wife, but I know her so well. She was watching a show <laughs> she liked. I think it was a house decorating show, not so interesting to me. So I'm, I get on Netflix yeah. and I watch Jim Gaffigan. I don't know if you mm. heard him, but I'm laughing my mm. butt off and I'm mm. thinking, mm. you know, I'm glad I chose to laugh at something, mm. find something I could laugh yeah. at. And so it's a lot of times what you do in your downtime when your thoughts can mm. just go wherever they want to go. You have to purposely pull out Netflix and look up happiness or a documentary or 
And a lot of time mm-hmm. that takes energy and, and thinking on your part, okay, let's find something I can laugh at, cheer me up, or let's find yeah. something I can learn but from. You could also put on some nice music and talk to your wife or husband or and just relax that way. It, right. I think it's terribly easy just to then go, oh, let me just watch something. Right. But actually, you know, you could just put on some really lovely music and um, have a cup of tea or a glass of wine and, and relax that way. Um, also, you could, I know this isn't so easy for you, but um, for other people, they could just go out and take a walk. You know, um, right. I know you've got a pool and, and all kinds of things. You could just do those kind of things. And that is very good for unwinding. The other thing that's really important to think about is when we are choosing how to unwind, whether it is watching Netflix, walking or uh, music, is to remember what that's doing to our brain. And what when we make good choices, such as watching something funny as opposed to watching, you know, devastating news uh, about things that you can't really do a great deal about, though I do think we should be aware of them because that allows us to be compassionate. But um, what we want to create when we're tired, though, is a balance of our chemistry in our body and um, and music and laughter and exercise releases the dopamine and the endorphins and, cost- and and all the good chemistry in the brain, which keeps the body healthy. And mm. that's very important. You know, the health, the health um, services, wherever you are in the world, are so overstretched. And they're overstretched because people are not looking after themselves. And the first bit to look after is your mindset, because your mindset determines what food you put into your mouth, which determines whether you are overweight, have cholesterol, risk of heart attack, diabetes. So all those things, the majority of illnesses that our health services are struggling with are man-made. We are creating them ourselves. So if you don't want to be, you know, in that system and you have control over the illnesses that are taking people in there then you must come back to yourself and look at your mindset and and get the best you can from your life and it's such a nicer way to live you know living with more energy and optimism and joy for life that why can't that be the 97 percent you know why can't we flip these uh, this percentage? Because that will save the world there. If we flip right. that, we'll save the world without a shadow of a doubt. Right. So, and in the end, you are we've what you... We've got to work on that percentage, Tom. Right. And we've got to work the, uh, move the scale over a little bit uh, or a yep. lot. And uh, yeah. so important, so important to choose those things that yeah and, and even as you said sometimes like last night we just uh sat around in canada our favorite drink is a bloody caesar so we had like we're big drinkers you know when we're at home we had one we were like okay we yeah. before we're talking oh we'll have two or three we had one but we're just talking about times when we do have caesars which are always fun times yeah. and so it's like what a great way of instead of we could have just sat together and watched something non-helpful for our thoughts but instead just talking no cell phone mm-hmm. no nothing just talking having a drink and and so focusing on the times when you had fun and when we were laughing thinking of, oh yeah remember that time we had a seizure there yeah. and 
And so it's so important mm-hmm. to focus those thoughts and get them off the repetitive negative thoughts. And again, as a lot of it is like what you see in your brain. And so, so many people talk mm-hmm. about, and I'm doing it too, gee, uh, I used to do it, you know, and now I'm going to do it persistently, consistently. So many people, and especially Tools of Titans, a new book talks about even the wealthy, very busy people will take time out and visualize and, and meditate mm-hmm. or pray or think. Praying is a way of thinking about what you want to be in advance and the type of person you want to be, mm-hmm. better person. Um, and so uh, when you have images like yours, another one that I love, as you know, is Michael Teleperi's uh, 3D artwork for the success principles and and yours. And uh, when you have an image like that, and then if you think about the principle, and if you meditate on it and ponder it for half an hour, um, even though that seems like downtime and I don't have time for that, half an hour, are you nuts? Um, if you can yeah, visualize... it doesn't. With an image, it yeah, it doesn't even take that length of time though, because right. certain the images that I've created, that what well, part of my uh, remit when I was creating them. I didn't want them to have more than three parts of the image in. So every image is very simple to remember. Um, and I did that on purpose. So there are three parts of an image and they are all personified. So in every image, there is a part of a person that represents the viewer being a human. So they're not pictures of rainbows or daffodils or stars or anything like that. They are, they are always contain some kind of, of the human, some part of the human body. And that is purely to bring the person who is viewing them. I wanted to bring them into the picture. Um, so that's where they can empathize with that. And then these three components. So for instance, uh, let's go with the rock climbing one because that is the most iconic one. And uh, and it's the very first image of the whole system, which is so represents desire. And within that image, the three key components are the rock climber, the, the guy at the bottom of the picture, then the wall, the rock face and the blue sky. And and if you just look at that, you kind of go, right, I'm on this journey. He's on the journey. So you make this connection it, in order for to have a fulfilling life and for us to grow and become a better version of ourselves each day, then we have to um, challenge ourselves and work forward and keep going forward and creating something, creating the masterpiece of our life. And the destination is the blue sky. So those are your three components of that image. Um, And so it makes it a really powerful image and very easy to remember. So when your mind is getting off track, it's very easy to pull, you know, state change and pull that image back into your mind to remind you you're here for a purpose. You are here to become a better version of yourself. Let me pull on that image and see what I need to do. Let me use that image for inspiration to keep my mind focused and with helpful thoughts. Because you couldn't climb that rock face with unhelpful thinking. You know, again, when I'm out speaking, I remember being at one event and uh, one person in the audience said, I don't think I could do that. That I find that frightening. And I said, OK, if 
there were lions and tigers and bears coming at you, could you do that? And she went, well, yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, mm -hmm. you know, you need a why. The lions and the tigers and the bears, that's your why I need to climb that. Um, so when you know your why, then you discover your how. So let's say with this, this particular woman, when I said about lions, tigers and bears, she suddenly had her why, now she needs to learn how. Well, she needs to get kitted out and she needs to get on the wall. You know, you, you, never, you don't bother planning the whole climb all the way up before you start climbing. You have to get on the wall. You have to make your decision that enough is enough. You know, for anybody who's um, either feeling blue or I hate the word depression because I think it's very overused. I think um, many people suffer melancholy and lack of motivation, and many medical practitioners diagnose that as, as depression, and I know that for sure, because I was once diagnosed that, and I just, I had a very difficult part of my life that I was going through, and no drugs are going to change the challenge I'm facing. My state of mind will, will deal with the challenge that I'm facing. And so that's what that image is about. It's like life is challenging. There ain't nobody getting out of life alive. So, you know, you've got to go on this journey. And, uh, and that's what this image does. And, and the people who have used it, oh, wow, the, the changes that they've made in their lives are amazing. Oh, wow. so, and then wow. you follow the whole sequence then, you know, you, you know the system. So you follow the system using all of these images that as i've said how powerful the visual mind is then you know when you know the images you can draw on any of them at any time and um so i hope will your listeners get to get to see I, actually if they go to happinessmillionaire.com you can flick through the images from there and and pick up a pack of the cards it's quite easy I have a back and I have them close mm. at hand. And the images themselves are pattern interrupts. So if I'm thinking negative, negative, uh, unhelpful thoughts about something, uh, and I just look mm. at a, one of your images and be like, oh, right. Oh, the mm. principle of definite purpose. Oh, yeah, my purposes are, oh, wow, yeah, going the extra mile. I can see that. Gee, yeah, how can I go the extra mile? All of a sudden now I'm not repetitively thinking this negative thought. I'm like, oh, I'm thinking of the success principle and how I can apply it and what I know about it, maybe any quotes I've heard about it, or examples of people who have used that principle, and now all of a sudden my thought patterns on a more positive or helpful direction than previously. So just looking at an image alone can pattern interrupt you and then refocus your thinking. Definitely. And, and also, you know, and you were saying earlier about, um, you know, with your wife and changing your thoughts to, you know, because we all, when we're living with people, nobody's perfect. So there are going to be days when our inner dialogue probably isn't quite so complimentary. Yeah. But um, within this image collection, then for that scenario, it would be the brain image that would remind you of the power um, vibration of your thinking because as Napoleon Hill um, says and Edgar was it Edgar Bates or some of oh, I forget now it's in my book um, but the two of them recognize that the the brain is an antenna to thinking 
which means it's transmitting and receiving thoughts. Mm. Now, in the past hundred years, there's been phenomenal amounts of research done on this. And um, there was, I think he's a German scientist, somebody, Kayser, who I reference in my book, and he talks about these being circuits. Um, and so some, you know, wife would be able to pick up on the thoughts that you're thinking about. So you can't have a thought without somebody else picking up on what you're thinking. So the brain image will remind you about that. And that's the importance of if I want a better scenario, if I want a happier relationship with my husband or wife or whatever, you know, the, it's the inner thoughts that you need to be changing in order to create that. And, um, you know, life is about perception and he asks, how am I, how am I seeing this scenario? Why am I seeing it like that? And how can I transmit more helpful thought vibrations into my relationship? So within the collection, there is something for every part of your life, you know. Like that. the persistence image, when you feel tired and you just feel like giving up. You, let's say if you're in business and you put loads of money in and things are just not moving, then, you know, the persistence image of the guy with the bandaged knee and the uh, horrible trainers and the path that he's on, you know, it reminds you to keep going because, you know, it's that three feet from gold thing, isn't it? You know, it's like, you never know when you quit, you never know how close you were to success, how close right. you were to turning your marriage around or turning your health around or whatever. You you never know how close you are. So the persistence image helps people to just keep going because you've got to go through breakthroughs, whether it is your diet or, you know, your physical health or your money, whatever. You, you have to go through a breakthrough. And breakthroughs are not easy. You know, I no. think um, Bob Proctor talk about it as being the terror barrier. <laughs> barrier, but you, you <laughs> have to get through that. Otherwise, you you just sit in what you've always sat. There's no growth there. You know, you life just becomes a repetitive cycle, and then one day you die. And not you haven't impacted here, the world, you haven't left a legacy, you yeah. haven't uh, chosen a group of people that you're going to serve or help or. But not, but not even the world on that grand scheme, though. What about your own personal world? What right. about you know, you know, your your closer family world? You know, we don't have to conquer the big world. I think that's right. half the problem, actually, is that right. people try and conquer the big world. Look at your own little world. What's your contribution mm-hmm. there? My um, friend Milos you know, uh, Belanovich, his purpose in life is to be the best husband and father he can. So he yeah. says, think about every decision. I make and how it can reflect back on that. And uh, I said, yeah. "Are you sure? Like, you don't want something grander or bigger?" Or yeah. like, no, no. If I focus on those two, okay. he said, a lot of my decisions and a lot of my life will have left a good legacy. And I'm like, wow. And now I mention it to a few people. Are like, wow. It could be as simple as mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, yeah, it could be it's as simple, simple as that. As that. Mm-hmm. Because that's where the your true riches is, you know. That's what true wealth is. And um, you know, I mean, I've been divorced myself, and uh, you know, you, I suppose until after you don't realize the value that you do have in that relationship that is 
thrusting and you know you have you have become combined and the problem is we then take it for granted and then we become blind and then in fact my mum had a, a great quote bless her she uh she used to say you don't miss the water till the well runs dry <laughs> you know what that means <laughs> right 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 <laughs> And that's why it's yeah. so important for me. Hey, one of the most positive people on the planet. But hey, if you're married, you've had thoughts of not being married and uh, <laughs> of not liking the person. But again, those can be repetitive ones. And unless you focus on, yeah. oh, wow, that and that and that, like, oh, then afterwards I feel almost bad for thinking that negative or unhelpful thought. It's like, why would I even focus on that? Get the heck out of there. And now, uh, exactly. hey, uh, we have to end this show. We could go on forever. We're going to have to do we another show. On. We're going to have to do part two sometime shortly, uh, closer to the book release. But happinessmillionaire.com. Right. You, you should, that should be easy to remember. Happinessmillionaire.com. Get to the website. And Lots no, of cool things on there. Tom, there's also the two free chapters available. Uh, if anybody wants a quick, a sneak preview to the book before it does come out on the 20th of March then you can get two free chapters. And it's a great exercise in there because I talk about happiness, millionaire, rich, and I talk about being poor. And poor is having a poverty mindset, feeling overwhelmed, off balance, and your life leading to regrets. And there's a test in there to find out how poor you are. Because in order to get rich, you need to know where you currently are. Um, so, and that's a great test. And I've had a lot of good feedback from people who have done it, even people who think that they're really positive who have done it and they've gone, oh, I learned something about myself, you know. So, um, mm -hmm. so that's available as, as a free download. People are welcome to go to happinessmillionaire.com and sign up to that. That's great. Amen. I'm looking forward to the book. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you very much, Tom. You too. And all your listeners, I wish you all the very best. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.